Welcome back to Life on the Loop Golf Podcast, hosted by myself, Marcus Crow, and the bold man, Patrick Ferdy. Two guys grinding it out, lugging bags, and living the dream. Join us every Wednesday for Tales from the Course, casual conversation, and a dose of golf banter. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and follow us on the socials to keep up to date with all the golf deets at Life on the Loop 9. Subscribe. Press the button if you haven't followed again. But yeah, we'll dive straight into it. Episode 67 on the loop. And uh, yeah, we're, we're in the midst of the season. Uh, guest episode last week. Quite a lot of feedback. Into a busy period for all. Yeah, no, it's... Well, I'm currently laying here with my golf shoes on. It's a little bit odd, but... I'm just in grind mode, you know. Got you those shoes. Yeah. Yeah, got some freshy foot joys on. They're my sim shoes for now. <laughs> you got to wear, you got to die for a wear in. Because I, I have been playing like in my slides and I was talking and some people are like, that's probably not a good idea. So I thought, you know what, maybe I should just slip into some footwear. That's why you couldn't hit sim. a barn door today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently also, it was some. It was probably the worst nine holes of golf I've ever played. So I had to get in the sim and grind. I also can't believe that you shot seven over on Sunday. We played golf, ladies and gentlemen. We played golf at a different location <clears throat> um, for uh, one of our friends' birthdays, and uh, yeah, we went out to a local course and played a sixum. Yeah, it was actually quality. quite fun. It yeah, was just a big jolly six ball. I tell you what, I can't remember what I shot, but I played pretty decent considering I was tequila up. But you said you shot seven over. Did you? Yeah. Play that, a, that bad? Oh, God, it was shocking. Really? Yeah. <sighs> well, there we have it. Honestly, seven over is actually quite respectable, given how I was hitting it. I was, uh, yeah, I mean, you're normally not, you're normally around even. So I, I shot I 42 on the front. Sure. Yeah. Was it that much? No, it, yeah, shit. That's, I am shit. <laughs> yeah. Shite. And I continued <laughs> that today. So my handicap, I tell you what. 84 today. I'm trending for like March, April. I'll be off about six. <laughs> Member <laughs> guest, perfect partner. Quality. I was just thinking that too. The other day, actually, I was like, imagine if one of us like just padded our handicap so badly. We hardly play for, for first of all. We'll play once a month properly, like a proper game once a month. 18 holes, like, mm. you know what I mean? Maybe once a month. And we just get our handicap to like five or six, then go into a, yeah. into a tournament. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I was just thinking that today, because I was with, with a group of, like, like regular, like, younger members, and they're playing, like, probably a couple times a week, and I'm like, geez, I need to play a couple times a week, because I, I just literally, I'll go out one day, and it's like I don't even know what I'm doing. It's quite, it's a little bit depressing, spending all this time on a golf course, and then it's like, your turn to play, and you haven't got a Scooby-Doo, what's going on? <sighs> The reason for the humming and hawing and the bit of a... I feel, for me, I think I've got better with playing less. Mm. You seem, you saw me here Sunday. I hit pretty good. I don't know what oh, I yeah. shot on the back yeah. I, I, I was I was no more than two over. I had a few birdies in there, too. I was I was doing all right. Like, for someone who literally has just come back from a knee, knee injury and... Tequila it up, which is not my normal flavor of yeah. beverage. Come back from a bruised knee. Yeah, big, bruised cut. Big comeback. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, 
I feel like for me, I, I just, as long as I have, as long as my back's feeling fresh and I've got one or two drinks in me, I'm golden. Yeah. I feel like I find the club face pretty easily compared, like, I've, Feel like you, I feel like you're like that in general, though. I, I don't feel like you need to play that much, but clearly, no, I don't. I think the other thing is I'm now a sim golfer. So <laughs> yeah, all I can do is hit balls with zero wind, in a controlled climate, and perfect lies. That's all I can really do anymore. So, for you listeners, uh, we don't do video, uh, obviously, but it's Tuesday evening, and we normally do the podcast normally on Monday, but. Uh, due to scheduled events and all in life, uh, we've done it tonight. And I come in, and all I hear is, it's like thirties on the sim, flushing just it, grinding away, flushing it on an absolute the sim. string bean, on a frozen rope. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I'm officially a sim golfer. So you I know what we need? You know what we need to do? We need to, we need to enter a sim tournament. That is actually a thing in um, Sweden. Sick. That's got me written all over it. Yeah, I think you could do all right. And uh, but no, I think we need to we need to uh, get with our our hero's pal and go play the local course with a few sprites to get back in the, the gist of things. Because if you're better than that, you're not a seven over geezer. We're not going to get an invite to these gaffs if you're shooting those numbers. I just got to pump a few more in, get the cap up, yeah. and then I can start dialing it back. Anyway, ladies and gents, we, we've gone slightly off topic here. Yeah. But I tell you what. If I you want to buy my clubs, let me know. Nah. nah Anyone no, wants not, to buy them. Not, not any time. Put in an offer. If you want to buy my sim, may as well buy the sim as well. There you go. There you go, ladies and gents. For fourteen ninety nine, come over and buy Patrick Faraday's golf clubs. Take it. Anyway, I thought this was quite cool. A uh, little bit of a moment on the loop last, uh, last couple of weeks. Tell um, you what, the last couple of days, I've had some absolute blinders. Of loops, I, I've been loving life on the grass recently. But I tell you what, tomorrow, head's gone. Tomorrow, head's gone. Tomorrow, head's gone. Why is it, that? It just, I just don't want the loop. You don't want. You love the grass. The I do, but head's gone. But anyway, um, <laughs> we, we had a member. You can't do that. You'd be like, head's gone. You've now got. If people are wondering why is your head gone, head's gone, head's gone. Loop. That's all I've got to say. I can't dive more into it because then liberties are taken. I've, all I've got to say is head's gone. Oh, fuming. It, it comes to an end. It's, it's the loop cycle. It's the life on the loop. As I say, it's the name of the title. Are of you caddying for a woman? Is that what it is? Nope. No? Nope. That is incorrect. I'm oh. caddying for a man. And uh, yeah, it's just boring. Oh. It's just boring loop. So, all right. You'll yeah. tell me off mic. Yeah, we will. Anyway, back to what I thought was actually a pretty cool uh, interaction slash story. That I got told um, last week a notification came through. Name came through. I was like, hmm, that name sounds familiar. So uh, I was like, all right, turned up. And it was a new member, brand new member, who uh, who I'd played with at one of the private country clubs around this area about a year or so ago. A member of an absolute peach of a private gaff uh, up in... Uh, North Carolina, very, very private, has a own private um, aeroplane strip. Um, so yeah, I thought that was quite cool. And so we were talking, um, and I was caddying for him. So that was quite, that was quite nice. You know, a nice little introduction to the club, first round yeah, of the year, and nice. first round at the club. Hmm. But uh, so he tells me he's he's full of stories. He is a man of of the traveling nature. Old boy, 
Yeah, old boy. Right. Mid, yeah, late, late, late fifties, probably sixties. Um, and you know, we were talking about you know, who you know, where's your favorite golf? Where did you go this summer? How's life? Blah blah blah. And uh, he was like, well, one of my favorite rounds was uh, was with Michael Block. And I was like, oh, geezer. He's Sick. like, yeah. Actually, met him out in California a few years ago. We became good friends after multiple beers. And a very hungover next day morning, we were in this. We were paired in the same group, so become best friends ever since. Huh. Um, and he's told me all about his kind of journey and everything because obviously you know he did so well and came. Was it top ten, top fifteen, at the US? Yeah, he was, I think he. I'm pretty sure he was in the top ten. He had a very good tournament. And he's been he's been named you know golf professional of the year now for probably I think two or three times. Um, obviously, stellar player. Um, but yeah, living off sponsorships now and living the dream. Um, but the most iconic story of it all was, so he was like this year's member pro, uh, sorry, two years ago, the member pro, cause he's, like, Oh, I was going to play member pro. I was going to bring Michael block down play this year, but I didn't get in in time. Hmm. And I was like, well, that's a shame. He's like, well, that's pretty cool. But last year, last year I had a pretty cool member pro. I was like, Oh yeah. Who'd you bring? He was like, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, the golden bear himself. He was like, yeah. He goes, actually, pretty even cooler than that, too, because he didn't know this story. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, well, yeah, quite a while ago, um, one drunken evening, um, there was an auction at the club uh, for, 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 you know, various, you know, classic memorabilia, hats, golf balls, flags, some clubs, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he was like, yeah, it's like, I think how he first got introduced because I actually uh, silently auctioned and won 1986 Golden Bear Irons back in my house. Flipping egg. I was like, for real? He's like, for, like legit? He's like, oh yeah. He's, he had them for, you know, couple of months hitting them he's got the wear marks and everything damn i was like jeez i was like have you ever tried to hit them he's like hell no <laughs> he's like huh. they're gonna be worth hundreds of thousands maybe millions one day jeez do you say anything about how uh jack was playing in the member guest uh member pro oh um because he's, he's an old boy two years ago he would have still been He's got to be around his 80s. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, Old didn't, beans. he didn't tell me much about the round itself, but I mean, you've, you've got to see, you've got to, you've got to know that you're playing probably from the front tees and he's probably still hitting it 150 plus. And yeah. it's also, you've got Jack Nicholas, the golden bear. Oh there. yeah. I mean, that's just, that's sick in itself. I was just wondering if like, he's an eight year old that's still breaking par, just destroying it. I did ask him, I was like, how was his putting? So technically, yes, I did ask about his game, and he did say his putting was still unbelievable. But it's like anything, right? It's like you could, I could, I could get beat to a ninety-seven-year-old putting. It doesn't, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't lose it. That's also interesting that the start of this episode, I was ranting about not playing enough golf. I bet Nicholas probably plays like once, twice a year now, <laughs> and probably still shoots under eighty, and still has a better short game than I will ever have. It's all in the short game quality. But yeah, no, I just thought that was that was just ridiculous. Just so casually and nonchalantly talking about his summer um, and the last time I spoke to him. So yeah, it was a very enjoyable round. 
Who do you think would be a, a more badass like pro to invite out? Tiger. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I actually imagine that. Do you think Tiger's ever played in a in a member pro tournament? At nah. some course. I don't think so. Few listeners out there who may know, maybe Seminole have done one. Yeah, I feel Seminole always have a big member pro. I feel like there's a chance he's done that. I just don't think Tiger lets many people in his life. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I actually read an article uh, the other day, um, and it was saying about how... Joe LaCarva. Joe LaCarva, how, you know, he was saying about all the things that Tiger's done for him and how, how you know, how many organizations he's helped and, and charities and, and libraries that he's built or indoor golf centers that he's built around the world. Like, you know... I'd obviously expect something like that to happen, especially with how much cash he's got. But yeah, um, yeah, I just don't think he. F- I don't think he really allows that many people in a circle. I don't think he trusts many yeah. people. It's probably also why it's so exciting when he plays a tournament because you, you don't see him. He's not on YouTube. He's not like on the socials. He's just like an enigma. Like he, he vanishes. He pops up in a tournament, and everyone wants to see. Everyone goes crazy for him. It's the same like the World Cup. World Cup's a big deal because it happens every four years. It's like the fact that it's so rare makes everyone want it. But yeah. I wonder when he's playing next. Probably the Masters. Well, I just saw a video yesterday, which was Monday. Uh, him doing a commercial of some sort. Didn't see the sponsor. No one no one saw the sponsor. But he was uh, turning up somewhere, hitting balls. I think, I think he's spending, spending a lot of time. Hmm. On uh, on Charlie, his son's um, bag, helping him. Looping. with the swing. Looping. He's a looper. If he wants a job, tell him to have a word with us. He's got one. We'll give him a give him a referral. I think if you've got to do someone for, you know, if, who would you, who, okay, you've got one professional to bring, dead and alive, hmm. who, would you, who would you bring? Hmm. Hmm. Ah, uh, it's interesting. I guess it depends if you're going for like, like raw ability or banter or like a combination. Whatever you want, it's your yeah. choice, my friend. You have every uh, option available. Hmm. Golf professional, dead or alive, dead and alive. I mean, I always used to like Prime Sergio. He was just a bit of a, just a spark, you know, just a, an absolute wizard. But I don't know if I'd invite him right now. He's a bit. <laughs> he's just like. He seems a bit too normal. I don't know. Boy, I don't know. I mean, any top tour pro, I'd love to, like Rory, that'd be sick, just watching him. I think he's place boring. <laughs> Actually, I know he doesn't care, and no one cares really, but I unfollowed him off Instagram. You've never. Yeah, he's lost one bloody follower he has. He's human. He's just, <laughs> I, won, I, I, he's I just won in Dubai, but he's lost your following. Listen, like, don't get me wrong, he wants to come on the pod. I'll be his best pal, because it, it would be unbelievable to talk about him. But I just, like, he's got a personality of a fish. <laughs> like, I was just thinking this the other day. I was like, did you see that current uh, European tour event? You uh, won it? No, the European tour, sorry, interview with uh, James Morrison after the round. Oh, and no. And he was talking about, I don't think so. you know, his game and he should have stuck in at school and, you know, maybe ah. make more money and have more of a career. I'm like... That's funny. Like, that's funny. Like, for me, I'd probably bring someone like Larry Mize... Or I'd have someone like Sandy Lyle or Seve. Yeah. Like characters. Yeah. I've you know also just I mean? thought who I would actually like to bring. Go on, man. Mo Norman. 
Oh, wow. That is an unbelievable... You know what I would also like to know? I want to do a bit of research on this. Who caddied for him? Imagine caddying mm. for Mo Norman. The guy knows a swing better than anyone in the entire world. You're just giving yardages. He'd be he'd be so interesting. He's got a funky move as well. It's like you've got a funky move, but you're unbelievable. And, you, and you're pretty much crazy as well. I remember one story about him, actually. Imagine this, on the loop. This would be in class. He was in the final round of a tournament, and he hit pitching wedge three-wood because he liked his three-wood yard, his three-wood swinging better on the day than he was his pitching wedge. <laughs> yeah, I heard that story. And then there's Sorry. That, there's always that clip that goes around where it's like, like Mo, when was the last time you, you missed a fairway? Hmm. Uh, 32 years ago. <laughs> 32 years ago. Oh. 1982. Didn't miss a fairway. Missed one earlier. And was, he's, he's it, answering the questions as he's just stinging balls as well. He goes 12 inches back, 12 inches through. It's all the rotation. It's all here. Right Sick. here. Right here. Never race club. <laughs> that would be there. Mo Norman's a good shout. Seve. I think modern day, you got to think yeah, Tyrrell Hatton. Day. Tyrrell Hatton's probably some... So yeah. you got to think about banter. He'd be like banter. You're inviting someone for a member pro or a member guest. You've got... Obviously, you, they're good players, but you got to have banter. Yeah. Gray McDowell's probably a good... The Irish boys, Darren Clark. Probably yeah. some good lads. Oh, Clark, you'd probably... Be Good you laugh. Know, you gotta think of the Europeans to be honest. I mean the Americans Phil I'd love don't get me wrong. Phil would be banter. Phil would just talk shit. Phil would be would be banter. I mean the rest of them are a bit dull. Dull as dish war, to be honest. Uh yeah, so I had a I, this is probably my only note I put in there actually. I didn't have too much going on the last week or so. But uh I was caddying two days in a row for a former NFL head coach who's won won a Super Bowl. Uh, nice guy. I've been with him before, once or twice. Re- like, really good good guy. Old boy. Loves his golf. He was telling me he plays like five days a week now. Like, just an absolute addict. Goes Travels up north in the summer, down here in the winter. But anyway, so he had some of his boys out. Uh, and it was the second day. He was not playing well second day. Probably because he was hanging out of his ass a bit from a heavy night before but he well we we basically had a couple holes left so he's barely made any pars he's losing the bets we're on a par three short par three it's like one 140 he he like fats the life out of one into the bunker short and he i mean he was fuming so he was first up because he, he picked up on the on the hole before. So he's already up there. The rest of the guys are walking over as he's hit. So me and I'm here. I'm just stood watching him hit. So he's hit, fatted it. Guys are all walking over. And they're talking shit. They're like, oh, nice shot. Oh, great shot, coach. And he has this look in his face. like It was just like sheer anger. It's like your, your cheeks start getting a little red. And you could see this man's fuming. Like smoke coming out of his ears. He is just right-handed swung released the club and it's probably traveled about 40 yards into the lake (laughs) (laughs) and i i wanted i didn't have the audacity but i wanted to say that was your i want to be like that's the best swing of the day there coach (laughs) (laughs) but that was funny that's the first time i've seen a club get thrown into that lake i know there's been a club in that lake that was hanging up like like sticking up for a couple weeks but yeah gotta be done Sometimes it's really got to be done. And it made, it made me think as well. It's like, 
I've sure I've hit my fair share of bad shots. I don't think I've ever wanted to throw a club in a lake, or even if I wanted to, I don't think I would would ever do it because I need the club. I've said this multiple times, not on the pod. I've, I've never said it on the pod, but I truly believe there should be some sort of like punching bag or some sort of like release of anger apparatus on that you can use on the golf course. Because Actually, that's quite a good idea, you know. It really is. Because think about it, right? As soon as you throw the club, I've done it. I've done it before. I've done it before. It was the last time I did it. I launched a nine iron round a tree. So angry. Hit this hit absolute worldly shot. <laughs> the worst kick of my life. And it was in a tournament. It was in it was in back in the Loretto days. And it was the MC MC uh, Internationals, whatever it's called. And I was one down to this kid with three to go. And I've hit I've hit best nine. I, honestly, people honestly thought I was Sevi Ballesteros the way I hit through the trees. No. And it hit the top of the bunker, and instead of kicking forward to like maybe 10, 15 feet, whatever, it's kicked in the bunker and then gone in a footprint. Mm. And I've got the nine iron. I've launched it so hard across this tree. But as soon as I've done it, I felt great, and then I've gone, shit, ah. I need that. Yeah. And and my dad's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally, like, so you need something that you can take your anger up, because when you punch something, you go, all right, zone back in. I actually think this is a good idea, you know. Imagine a club, I'm not saying like a punching bag, but like, or maybe it is a punching bag. There's a, there's a tree next to the tee. You're just, you've got chained a punching bag hanging from the tree. Every tree. Like you go out there, you, you just twice it with your club, you punch it, whatever. <laughs> it's got your club logo on it. Well, that's absolute genius. That would be a really funny addition to a club. Yeah. That would be absolutely hilarious. Because you don't really get that angry on like your second shots. Well, you can, depending on for the money and stuff. But on the tee shot, that yeah. would be funny. And like, it's a good idea. Like, who wouldn't want to just, oh, you bastard. You like, know what? As well, actually, you know what? Electricity reasons, it might not work. But you know the punching bags that come down? Yeah. Do it that we played it the other week. Actually, another week. The other month when we were before Christmas. You go in there. Because it would get ruined because then people would go in there just to punch it. it. Yeah. But I think if you've hit such a bad shot, you should go in there and record your punch. And then when you go in there because you've hit such a bad shot, you go in and be like, oh, there he is. Ferdy here, a 7-1-2. Yeah, that's also a good point. It's like you then have like a leaderboard of like how <laughs> yeah. angry is, And you can be like, oh, my God, that was a thousand. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, bad shot. But there has to be like some sort of odometer to know okay that was a really bad otherwise then you're just gonna get some guy just walk in there and twat for no reason yeah so yeah that maybe that wouldn't work but yeah this could be a genius idea we sell some sort of stress releasing punching bag gizmos to golf courses to put on tee boxes or golf carts yeah just just start also i want to point out the last time that you threw a club was on sunday at tampa palms that was funny me and liam did it i did as well but after watching you guys i was a bit tamer you were tame We've got to run through that reason. It wasn't an anger, though. This was in sheer just banter. Yeah. What hole was it, nine? I always forget. It, I think it, it was eight or nine, yeah. It's a par three. The course we played on Sunday for our buddy's birthday. It could have nearly been an absolute epic story slash video if this happened. So I was say, buddy's birthday, we're on par three. And it's probably... I think it... I think it could be top top three hardest par threes I've ever played. 
it's tough. Green's tiny. The pin, we couldn't see the bottom of the pin, so it, it was back over the ridge. So you're kind of looking to land it and let it trickle out. But yeah, well, you you went, you stepped up, you at what? Well, what no, looked it looked like a belter. It, it was, it was, it was one of the lads first. He just sprayed it right. Another one pulled it left, and then Liam, our first ever guest potter, actually, I think mm. he uh, he hit it on an absolute string. Hit six iron. Uh, it was only like 184, but it was like heavy into wind. And I mean, you, we saw it. It was. Yeah, it was all over it. It was all over it. And we were like, that landed soft. That's got a chance. So I'm like, is it six? He's like, yeah, man. I hit, I hit a pretty chippy one. So he had a chippy one. He's got a little beefer irons than well, me. You're also forgetting. He, he hits that shot, and we're all like, oh my God, that's in the hole. That might be in the hole. So he's like, that's in the hole. He then swings oh, yeah, and yeah. he throws his club. He's like launching his club in the air, like, that's in the hole. But little does he know that he's launched it and held onto the release, so it's tumbled into the woods. Anyway, so then you're following that. He's in the woods now. So we were cracking up, and, we're, and he's in the woods, but you could see it. So then I hit the flush of your six iron. All, yeah, also look nasty. We're all like, damn, that has a good sniff as well. That For might a, be it. Well, the thing is, his looked, his bounce looked better than mine, but mine was a little bit more even online. So I'm thinking... This could be a double, you know. This could be one of these double hole in ones that we would have not made it to Monday work. We would have been that bevy. And so then in my excitement and the gigglingness of just laughing at his club release, I then also released mine. Yeah, but yours went soaring over his. I didn't think you were going to find that club. Found it. It was in the Bundai. Perfect. So yeah, anyways. You're perfect. So the rest of us that didn't hit, I didn't hit. I hit what I thought was a belter of a shot, so I thought I'll just let go of my club as well. <laughs> but I haven't seen you guys both snag them into the woods. I hit through mine like 20 yards down the tee box. It was a little bit pathetic. It was. But yeah. But yeah. Not that we uh, we encouraged tossing of clubs, but when it could have been a double hole in one, you've got to enjoy it. By sure. all means, be disciplined. Yeah, you, you got. I mean, but you got to enjoy yeah. it. We As it is, none of them went in the hole. We just just announced that. No, no, but uh, did make birdie. Did make birdie. Did uh, oh no, we didn't. I, I don't think anyone made. No, it. no, both of us missed right side. <laughs> I remember that. After all Brilliant. that, we made we made pass. Bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but anyway, here we go. We're going to release life in the loop punching bags next week. So stay tuned. No, I think it's a good idea. Buy them. The only thing I want to touch on is we had a, a belter of a cottage last week. Uh, it was, what, two, three-dayer? Boys flew down on your guy's jet from St. Louis where it was snowy tundra, miserable. They came down here where it was actually cold for us, but they were loving it. They're like, this is fantastic. Meanwhile, we're wrapped up in woolly hat and gloves. <laughs> but I had a particular low point on the final day. <laughs> So they played 18 in the morning and then they're there all day. So it's lunch and then it's back out for 18. So anyway, me and you, were we snagged a cart and we were like, ah, oh, bollocks to walking again. So we whacked their clubs on a cart and we were just, we literally did nothing. We dosed about in a cart while they were just hacking around all afternoon. And they were loving it. They were like, boys, you boys get in a golf cart, put your feet up. Literally, my boy said that. I was like, do you just want us to give you clubs? He's like, yeah. He's like, take it easy. You guys, you guys walk hundreds of miles a year he goes we're gonna walk you guys have fun brilliant 
class. It was quality, and they were feeding us food and drink, and they were trying to make sure we were all getting the sauce. So anyway, we were sucking down the Nooners, and we're coming up 18, and it's late in the day now. So, I mean, obviously, I wear, I wear my shades all the time, protect the old eyes, but sun's already gone down now, so it's dark. I'm driving the car. Shades are hanging on the bib. So I'm driving in the left woods on 18, looking for my guy's ball. I see it. I'm just going to scoop. I'm just going to pick it up, scoop it up. So I'm driving one hand on wheel, one hand out, about to grab the ball. I'm leaning out the car. Next thing I see, my shades tumble off. And I don't have the time to hit the gas. So I know what's going to happen before it's happened in the split second. But I just ran over my sunglasses. Absolutely crushed. R.I.P. And it was just, I, I don't know, there was some sort of irony to it. It was like the last day of the cottage. Everyone sourced. And I've now got sunglasses in 81 pieces they're a nice pair of glasses too if, like if i broke mine i'd just go back to dollar general and get another pair for one dollar 19 yeah whereas you probably spent 20 30 dollars on them yeah i did your wap glasses yeah yeah oh, you know what i actually literally that same night i ordered an exact replacement and they came in yesterday quality <laughs> come on we're back so, we're yeah. back well i'll tell you what that was that was a funny moment actually. I remember that. You literally were like, No, no, the sunnies. Yeah. It's like there are only sunglasses like man <laughs> God God damn God it. God damn it. <laughs> Jeepers. Uh but yeah, we have. We've uh as I say, we've had a few I've had a few quality good loops. Um bit of a strange one this week. Uh Guys fly in, one of the one of the favorite members of mine. Uh, I was on his guests, and uh, yesterday we played 15 holes, and 14 holes, shall we say, and then we're walking down to the 15th tee, and he goes, I don't think I can swing. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I feel, I feel bad, man. So he's like, you hit my tee shot, I'll hit the irons from it. So I hit the drive, down right side, absolute bombage. Little, little... Little kind of little banana peeler, little fader, little fairy special. So he's got 122 yards in from the greens, by the way. I absolutely smoked it. And he chunked it like two yards. Come on. And literally used this, the, the cough glove as a walking stick. So I'm like, are you good, mate? He's like, oh, no. Nah. He then proceeded to hit the next one two yards. I was like, all right, man. Like He's like, yeah, pick it up. We get in the tee box on, on 16. And he's like, his eyes are like a bloodshot red, like pure bloodshot red. And I'm like, mate, you don't look good. He's like, yeah, I want to go in. Bro, not to tell the guy's story, but basically he'd slept from like four or five o'clock to eight o'clock this morning. Get to the lube. He walks out looking still like shit. He goes, nah, canceling today, mate. He goes, I'll see you tomorrow, nah, mate. mate. I just got to cancel lube. So I don't know if the guy's alive or not, but I hope he's all right. Bloody Nora. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You riddled him. <laughs> nah, didn't. You, well, it's not contagious. Hopefully he hasn't riddled you. No, no, no. I think I had this a couple of weeks ago, remember? Couldn't, get, like, couldn't uh, get out of bed. I'm, uh, I'm fresh as Daisy now. Huh. Um, but yeah, that was kind of weird. But he went to A. Oh, yeah, that was it. He went to um, A&E. What did they call it over here? ER? Yeah. Yeah. He went to ER this morning. Did a COVID test. No COVID. And they were like, yeah, I think it's a virus. Jesus Christ. <sighs> well, that's contagious, isn't it? You've probably got it. Who knows? You you absolute riddler. <laughs> the riddler. Good I feel great. Grief. 
I feel absolutely fantastic. Well, he did as well until the 15th hole. Nah, mate, he's absolutely done. Oh, for God's sake. He's going back home, he's shod. You had it too. No, yeah, fairness, last week I... (laughs) You've given him it. I had some. Maybe I did. Fuck. Bloody hell. So, yeah, I thought that. Well, also, I was leaving then today, so I was like, all right, well, I cancel Lou. Well, I'll leave. So before, before I left, it was quite funny. This guy, he was walking out, one of the caddies I, I like, so I went over, gave a little chat. And uh, he was like, you know, he saw his caddy, he was like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, <laughs> he goes, hopefully it'll be better than yesterday. So I look at him, I'm like, ah, oh, lefty. I was like, cool. He looked at me, he's like, you know what? He looked at my badge, he's like, Marcus, he goes, I could be righty. That's how bad I played. <laughs> I was like, hey, give it a try. He goes, ah, I might do. Shit. So I watched him walking over. I'm looking at his caddy. His caddy looks back at me. He's just like, oh, this is shocking. He's like, get me. Get me done. Get this four hours done. Love that. Quality. Absolutely. Just just quality starting banter. You're four and a half hours, Max, of absolute sheer shockingness. Absolute shite house. <laughs> Fantastic. You're in for a belt over there. Uh, mate. So that's us. Right, that's nice little, nice little quick one. You know what? I'm a big fan of these quick ones because I tell you what: when you're on your drive in the work in the morning, you don't want an hour of crap. <laughs> you want thirty minutes of, of crap, crap. <laughs> and we can assure you, we'll give you that. We will ensure you life on the loop every Wednesday. Life on the loop nine. Check it out. Um, and we've got a interesting guest coming up in next week's episode. Um, so yeah. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Very, uh, I'm intrigued by this episode. I've been, I've been following for a little bit. Well, make sure you tune in next Wednesday for the guest app. Um, but yeah, that's it, really. I think we should start be playing a lot more golf, because I'll tell you what, Sunday was quality. Yeah, always happens. Now the days are getting longer, we can get some longer evenings, some range sessions, play nine holes, what have you. I know, yes, and we'll, we'll link back to the, uh, the Caddy League. Uh, hopefully with the longer hours and and uh you know not quieting down we don't want it to be quiet but we, you know we want to we want to enable us to enjoy some golf because you tell you what it's what we die for <laughs> so yeah it's what we die for it's what we die for brilliant so yes ladies and gentlemen as the bald man was saying by the way i never see you wear that t-shirt what t-shirt? The bald man t-shirt that I got you. Oh, yeah, the bald man t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, why, why would I wear that? <laughs> I think that's great. You know what actually annoyed me? So, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, I got Patrick a t-shirt that was supposed to have the logo of Life in the Loop on the back with, on the front, the bald man. And the printing company said that we can't do that big of a logo on the back, so it's going to be the size of the normal font. And I was like, well, that's just going to look weird. So I was like, forget about it. Let me just get the bald man printed on the front. So Yeah. You should yeah. You should get that out. It's in my cupboard. Yeah. Sign it one day. All right. For a member guest prize. Prize. Yeah. <laughs> you can win. Congrats. You've won this. All right. We've whittled on. So we'll finish this episode 67 at Life on the Loop 9 by saying live. Laugh. Live. Yeah.